0: This is an SM Media production. Hi everyone and welcome to the 11th episode of The Sit Down right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, I'm the host, delighted to be here again. This week I'm joined by the current airman and the former Dunfermline man, Mocklin's Finest, Michael Moffat, how are you doing mate? Thanks very much for coming on. Hi, no worries, I'm good. How are you? Not bad mate. How you been getting on during this? Aye, it's, it's good to get the, the football back. Um, it was a long few months without it, but
1: hopefully we're getting uh, kind of back to normal now. But you never know, the, the lockdown seems to be coming back round, so I'm sure it's affecting everybody differently, but
0: we just need to try and get on as, as best as we can. Brilliant. How you been? How you glad you get to be back
1: playing football? Aye, um, it was tough going uh, without it, but um you know the, the main thing was everybody was was keeping safe and well, I suppose. Um, but it's good to get back in amongst it now and, and playing the games, so it gives you something to look forward to um, mm-hmm. through the week. What's mm-hmm. it like playing with no fans? Ah, uh, it's a bit strange, it takes a bit of getting used to. Um I think it was it was good that we got a, a few friendlies at, at the start of the season, but um just to kinda of get used to it. Um mm-hmm. it's just a new normal than I
0: suppose, so we we'll just need to kinda of, kinda of get on with it, but it's better better to be playing with no fans rather than no playing at all. And what's the kind of training been like? Like how you been kinda of coping with that, like the differences.
1: To be fair, it's just kind of back to normal now. The first, um, the first few weeks was a wee bit different because you were in kind of smaller groups and stuff. Uh, but that was more kind of pre-season time, so yeah. it's just basically running anyway. So um, now that the, uh, the season's back, it's just normal training. So it's just as it was before.
0: Brilliant. Uh, we'll make a wee start. Just tell us a bit about you, about where you kind of grew up and what your early kind of family life was like. Uh I
1: was I was born in uh born in Everham, but grew up in, in air, stayed in Ayr all my life until I met my wife and moved up to Auckland. So I was always always an air boy. Um just grew up at, at Whitlitz, just no far for, for Somerset actually. So it was always I kinda kept an eye on how the team was doing as I was growing up. Um I stayed there until I was
0: early twenties so I so always been local to to, to, to air. And who, who was checking our kind of, boys' club days? Like, who were you, when did you kind of, start playing football? And put, what teams were you kind of, starting with? I
1: was actually quite late getting into football. Um, I was talking about it the other day because my wee boys five now, and I help out his team. I was actually ten year old when I started um, oh boys' really? club, and that was that was the They were called there. Yeah, that's I don't right, think man. they're a team anymore. No. there, I think that's kind of folded. No. Uh, so that was my team growing up. Fey. For ten, I was it was quite late getting into it.
0: And who did you kind of grow up supporting, and who were your kind of heroes when you're starting off?
1: Um, I was always my family was always massive Celtic fans, so I was kind of brought up brought up that way with my uh, my mum's side of the family and my grandpa. They took to do with the supporters' buses, so I was always in, involved in that. And and then right. obviously through press there, um, we always get season tickets for Somerset. Um, right, okay. Because it was obviously tough tough to get to. Have to get to Glasgow when you're when you're younger. So we got season tickets. I think it was only a pound or two pound a week
0: you paid towards That's it. Fair, so yeah. we went there and we couldn't go. Couldn't go to the other games. But who were you kind of heroes? Who was it? Who did you want to
1: kind of
0: emulate when you were young?
1: Um, I think Henrik Larsson was a big one for me. This um, he was probably the best player I've ever seen playing. Um, and that was at a time when you know Celtic Rangers were kind of competing toe-to-toe weren't they? that was when there was right. a lot
0: of
1: a lot of big hitters in, in scotland back then so i probably him mm-hmm.
0: i mean you can of started off you started off at boys club like also at school what were you, what were you like at school and what was your kind of plan when you were leaving school um
1: to be fair, i probably never really had a plan when i was leaving school um you just back then you're you not really thinking about it too much are you um if you could go back, you probably do it a wee bit different. But um I never really I never really thought I had something in my mind that I was desperate to do. It was just a kinda of case of just see see what happens, I think. Um probably looking back, you still probably stuck in a wee bit more. And my my mum and dad were always saying get a trade and stuff, but you know what it's like when you're growing up, you no, you
0: think you know everything, don't you? And who was your kind of like, wh- what was it? Pl- were you planning and like what kind of job were you looking at when you left? Like, What was your plans?
1: I'd always wanted
0: to do something kind
1: of like involving fitness, fitness right. kind of side of stuff, um, kind of sporty. Uh, that was always my kind of, I always thought I'd like to do something like that. Um, but I, I just kind of bounced around a few jobs. I never really, I never really got into anything. Um, even football at, at that time, I wasn't involved with any kind of academies as such. Um, when I was leaving school, so even then, it, it seemed a bit different. No, there's a lot, a lot more in the academies, bringing players through for all sorts of ages. It wasn't really like that. Aye. So I wasn't involved. I wasn't involved in anything like that. So I kind of thought the football thing had maybe
0: passed when I was leaving school. Probably to be honest. And, and how did kind of when you you went you joined Gavan? You were twenty years old. Like how did how did that come about? Like when you were because it's like it's like some age it's some age to get into football. Like not many players are in that age. So what's how did you kind of get into get into the juniors? It was actually my best mate that was playing with him, um,
1: Big Raymond Buchanan. He was he was down there for a few years uh, prior to that. I'd actually once boys' club finished. Um, I think I was about 18 and I was just playing boys club with my pals um, and nothing. it wasn't really like, kind of can I go anywhere? I kind of lost a wee bit of love for the game to be honest, I was just kind of playing for the sake of it. So I ended up stopping for a year or two right? Um, and just, just not playing at all. So it was just my mate, just just the on it just because he was there anyway. like, you should just come down and see if, see if you enjoy it and stuff. So I just said I once pre-season starts, I'll come down and, and give it a go. You always Just been right a striker. always been a striker.
0: Striker. Nah. You always um, been. You always been a forward. To get
1: played right midfield when I went to Girvan.
0: Did you?
1: Aye, aye. Can I forward? Aye, out in the wing or or up front? Aye. So I played right mid when I went to Girvan at first.
0: And what's it? What's it? Can kind of like getting into the juniors as a, as a young boy? Like, obviously, the kind of reputation with junior football is it's a man's game and it's. It's going kind of very, very tough. But how's it what's it like getting in as like twenty year old and playing against the kind of hard hard men at the back? Like, what's it like? I
1: think it certainly certainly toughens you up and you need to kind of learn learn quickly. Um I probably was you back then you're we talking I don't know what's happening maybe nine, ten years ago. Um, you know what it's like now, you can't really tackle football. No. Um, but back then you you could certainly get you could certainly get stuck in so you had to kind of you did have to look after yourself a wee bit because um, a lot of people junior football is it's still a good level and there's it's a lot of, a lot of people that's that's maybe came for the seniors and they're they just kind of maybe a wee bit older now but they're, they're still still good players and and good teams about um, so uh, you had to kind of learn quickly um, especially the kind of seasoned pros they've along they and Getting stuck into you because I was, like you say, twenty year old, so a wee bit quicker back then and stuff. So it was, uh it was, it was good. It was a good learning curve, certainly, um, and it was, it was a good level as well.
0: But when, when you, when you're obviously playing at juniors, like what were you doing as a job? Like what was your, what was your occupation during the day? Um, at that
1: time, I was just working in a warehouse, doing a bit of. Um, delivery driving um, right. and, and just in a kind of factory in air. so it was it was all right it was it was kind of obviously a wage and stuff um, right.
0: and actually I, I kept that while I was part time at here as well because it was quite flexible that was a good thing about it. Right. And then like is it, is, is, is it as tough as they say the juniors like is it, is it like non-stop like tackle's gonna non-stop I, back then it probably was
1: because, like I say, that's when you could get away with a wee bit more. Um, and like the the pitches and stuff were, it was proper kind of proper football. It was some of the parts and stuff were cutting right up, especially in the winter months. But uh, it was it was it was tough, but there wasn't there wasn't anything. I wouldn't say there was anything like over the top. Nobody was to try and cut They were they were they were tough, but they were they were fair.
0: Nobody was trying to. Um, try and do you that no. kind of thing i wouldn't say right no. and like were you're saying that as well like, what was it was it, like in a dressing room like in that environment just uh, yeah any kind of good stories about when i the that environment
1: um to be honest when i went there places like girthman and that, that, that they're kind of because it's it's quite a big place but most of the people were, were from girthman no so it was, it was mostly like Play for their pals kind of thing. There was only maybe three or four elsewhere, so it was quite a good dressing room to go into because it was a kind of pals act kind of place. But the thing I always remember about the juniors was most Saturdays, wherever you we were playing, it was straight to the pub after it. Uh, and that was, that was your kind of weekend style. for there, You would play football, then you'd go and have a beer with the boys, um, and that was just the case, home or away. And quite a lot of time you would end up like Aberdeen, somewhere uh, in a Scottish Cup, kind of thing. And that, that was the kind of draw the boys always look
0: forward to. <laughs> How long would the nights last? Aye,
1: probably Saturday into Sunday, aye. <laughs> and, uh, obviously, you need to kind of get yourself ready for the Monday at work.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. You touched on the Scottish Cup there, like Gervin. I don't know if many folk know this, but Girvan and uh, back then, I don't know if they do now, but they were one of the few teams that had kind of entry into the Scottish Cup every year. Like, was that... Was what was the kind of thinking like with that as a player? Like were you just like getting a chance to go to kind of good stadiums and good good away days, as you say? I aye, aye. It wasn't no something new.
1: It wasn't no anything to do with signing. i of that when I when I signed, but I quickly, can kind I of found out about it. Um aye, I think the first couple of rounds you're, you're thinking a lot of time we end up getting a team for the Highlands. Aye. So some of them were, were good teams, some of them weren't they really so good. So I think the first couple of rounds, you were maybe wanting one of them for a kind of away day. But the further you got, you were you were then starting to think about getting a kind of a professional team and, and then maybe showing people what you could do. Because we had a lot of good players at the time. Yeah. Um, and we started to kind of work our ways up the league as well. So it was always a chance to put yourself in the window a wee bit. And, and we played Stranwara a couple of times. So... There was always there was always a lot of interest in, in
0: the kinda of, uh, the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of maybe a kind of giant killing kind of thing. Yeah. And when like when kind of air kinda of come about and they were looking at you, like, how did you kinda of, hear that at first? Was it it was a friend they you play in my friendly? Was that right? Um I had heard rumours for a wee while
1: and one of the scouts had actually phoned me and just says, Look, um, a aware, you just keep doing what you're doing kind of thing, but I didn't really take much interest in it. Uh, not much interest, but much. Um, I, I didn't really think too much about it, um, and then it came to the end of the season,
0: and, and Brian Reid phoned me, and uh, he wanted me to come and do it pre-season uh, to get a look at me. I mean, like were you kind of worried when you were you were like, were you worried about the kind of step up or going to I think um, kind of second division at that point? Were you worried about that kind of step up for juniors to that kind of better level?
1: I I wasn't say worried, but I thought. Um, well, it was something I thought I needed to to give my best shot. At. I probably was—I think it was twenty-four or twenty-five. So I kind of knew about it. I think the season had just finished in the juniors, so I kind of knew. I maybe had—I think had two months or something before pre-season was starting. So the plan was just to get as fit as possible through the summer, and then go in there and, and hit the ground running because I thought I thought the, the the big step up would be fitness. I thought. Right. I thought a lot of the boys would have been. Been a lot fitter um, and obviously better at football, uh, better all round everything. But I thought if I, if I can get myself as fit as possible, go in and have a good pre season, and then like I say give myself the best chance.
0: How did you enjoy your time with the juniors? How did you enjoy your time at Garden? Oh, I loved it. I, I loved it. I was there for probably
1: four or five years, and you, you meet a lot of good people. Um, and I'm still, I still talk to a few of the boys anyway that that, that were there. Um, I think at the time two or three could have probably took a step up, right. um, and the seniors, I, I just didn't happen for some of them for for whatever reason. But I, it was, I was a good wee club and, and well run, and I, I love my time at it. And we always just kind we just fell away for the Premier League a couple of times. We almost made it all the way up, um, and with a, a few good runs in the Scottish Cup. So I,
0: I look back with good times on it. Right. Well, we- you, moved the, you made the move to, to air, and Brian Reid was the one that signed you. Like, how, what was your first kind of impressions of Brian?
1: I, I I've got a lot of time for Brian. Obviously, um, if he didn't take a chance on me, then I, I don't know if, if it might, have, might never have happened. But I always remember, remember going in and sitting in his office, wondering if he was going to offer me a contract or not. That was probably the most nervous I've ever been. And, when he says, "I, I want to I you to sign," you, it, was, it was just a kind of relief. And I um, yeah, he, he was a good manager. He, um, he got aired up two or three times. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they didn't seem to go up; they come straight back down. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of that was being part, being part time, you know, in a full time league. So, yeah, I I think he'd done a, a really good job there. Mm-hmm.
0: And you made your debut against Aloe. Do you remember your debut?
1: I I remember coming on. I think it was only maybe ten minutes to go, because I, cause I didn't sign till the January. Um, okay. We were there for there was a bit of kind of giving were wanting some money at it and we had a wee bit of disagreement. So um, aye, so when I went, the the boys were flying. I think they were actually top of the league at the time.
0: Yeah,
1: I remember it was a one nil one. I think I get ten fifteen minutes.
0: So i i always remember that day. Were you were you nervous going on? I touched the ball three times. Aye, right, we. Were you nervous going on that day like for your debut, like just as I say, like making the move up and were you kind of nervous at how fast the gate how fast the kind uh, speed speed would be compared to what it's like in the junior level? Um
1: I would say I was probably a wee bit more excited, I think. i would be a wee bit nervous, but um it was I'm sure we were winning one 0 at the time and, and it was only kind of ten minutes to go. Up. It came about quite quickly, he it, it, it it didn't, he it had the stage of a on or that, he just kind of turned around at one point and said, let's get ready, so didn't really have too much time to think about it, and, and then before you know it, you're on. So, uh, it was just good to get on, but I'd been
0: training with the boys now for a while, so it was just good to go on and get a debut. Mm-hmm. You formed a good strike partnership with a man who's very familiar with this show, Mark Roberts. What's which, which Mark like as a guy? Aye, uh, he's mental. Aye, <laughs> uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's brilliant. he's a brilliant guy.
1: Very, um, he, he helped me a lot when I, when I came, cause obviously, kind of same position and stuff. So he was always, always there to to talk to you about things and and kind of guide you through things. Aye, uh, but he was he was a great player. Uh, Aye, I think I got him the last two or three years of his career. But they was still, you could still see with his touches and stuff that. That, that he was still a, a brilliant player.
0: You got my Roberts' story. Hey, Matt Roberts' story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> try and get a clean one. <laughs> Go for it. Oh. Baba suits. Nice, uh,
1: let's try it. His first. This is, a, this is when he was a manager. Right. The first, first game as a manager. So first first game in the league, we drew again we drew against Stenhouse Muir, one each. So it was we were winning one and one the full game. Lost a goal right at the end. So he comes in absolute raging. Like he was he was a bit kind of old school in that way that yeah. he, was, he just lost it. When they lost it, he did lose it. So um comes in he's changing him at full time and there's there's a big kinda of bed in the middle or a big table with all the all your foods and your juices and I think there was pancakes and jam and all that sitting. So he's just come in and just started launching things all over the place. <laughs> and uh, kit, the kit man stand Alan Kerr, do you know him? Kerr's I one? know all of mine. My... He's a uh, so he's a kit man at the time, so he's standing at the door with jam covered in his face. All that's <laughs> water and everything just falling right up in his face. The boys are the boys are trying not to laugh because he's he's gone mental, so <laughs> He had a few of them in his,
0: his time at here. Aye, when he lost it, he, he proper went for it. Aye, it was, I mean, as I say, it was, a, it was a good team as well. Who else were the kind of characters in that dressing room? Um, been
1: Marco and Scott and Glocken. They were the two kind of, they were always up to something. The two of them were, were quite quite close pals and they, were, aye, they wanted to be on their side because if you didn't, there was a good chance you were getting getting a good
0: old slagging. But I'll get quite pally with them, so they kind of left me alone. Picked on the other ones. Brilliant! Uh, you scored your first goal against Eldredge, and you go on a kind of good wee run, and the run up to the playoffs. Like, did you just feel that you were kind of taking to it quite well? The kind of, the big step up.
1: Aye, um, the first two games. I remember the first two games. I was I came on as a sub. Oh, I think the second game I came on quite early because Andy Rogers got injured, so. After that, it was basically me and Marco up front, because Andy was, I think he'd done his hammy or something, so he was up for a, for a wee while, so I had a wee bit of confidence for knowing that I was going to be playing. Um, I was actually playing quite well without scoring, I was kind of doing everything but scoring, um, so I knew once I got the first one that I had a wee feeling that I would, I would be a wee kind of monkey off the bat, and then I would get, get a few more, so I think it was seven or eight games before I got the first one, but it was just such a release to get it, and
0: and then, like you say, they came pretty regular after that. And you go on to the playoffs, and you that famous game against Forford? Do you remember? Do you remember the the games in the semi-final?
1: Aye, aye I remember. Aye, I remember going up there midweek, and it's probably one of the best games we played. I think we were four-one up. So, in a two-leg game, you know what? We were we were nearly in the final. We just had taken a Make sure we didn't have a massive slip up in the second leg and we were in the final, so
0: it was um aye, it was job done after the first game basically. And did you feel good? Like, did you feel? Did you all feel that the kind of promotion was was close? Like, did you feel that that was a good that was a good market to win the one away for home four one?
1: Aye, aye, definitely. Because you know what it's like in the playoffs; it's a wee bit of a lottery. But the team we had with with a lot of experience in it, um, and and I. A kind of good mixture of youth as well, so we were strong for all over the park, So, I uh, we, we definitely fancied ourselves.
0: I think he's drawn the second leg, so he's just hooked into the final. We just played breaking. it was 1 1 in the first leg. I think, I think that was at Somerset. Is that right? Aye, aye, that was, that was at home. Aye, he's mm-hmm. won 2 1 and you score the winning goal. Just like for the, in five months, you've got you've gone through the junior league up to the you know, kind of first division and. The SPFL, how big a how big a accomplishment was that personally for you? I it was. Uh, I was pretty
1: much shocking. A, a dream at times. You're thinking just go on and you you just want to go and do well for yourself and, and show people what you can do, but you're, you're never really expecting it to go so well. Probably um, and like you say in the space of four or five months, you have went through the plenty the juniors to to score the winner and then. The songs and all that coming out about you, and yeah. you're just going kind of over all over the internet. It's, I at some point you had to kind of pinch yourself and think, as it really happened? But i it's, that's a a moment that will live with me forever. That that day it was, we were battling. And we just we were down one nil, but it just seemed as if it was going to be one of the days where we couldn't score, and then and then we got two in the last ten minutes, and it was it was um it was some way to win it.
0: It was brilliant, it was a brilliant day. I remember, it. I remember it well. When you when you say that though, like you say, like it was quite kind of, you're quite popular with it. You, the United fans took a right shine to you straight away. Like, how did that feel? yeah,
1: that was good. That was a big kind of a big kind of confidence boost because you never know how how they're going to react to signing somebody for the juniors. You know, half them probably never. Herdy and they're probably thinking why are we signing somebody for the juniors who's never played seniors so yeah, you think you've maybe got a wee bit to do to, to win over a few of them but I think maybe being a local boy and I've got a few mates who are fans as well and um, uh, social media these days is quite a big thing see when you um, especially when like I say when you're a local boy and I end up doing a lot of like presentations for boys clubs and stuff and I think all, all that kind of stuff
0: but um, Obviously helps out way, the way people kind of think about you. Mm-hmm. The following season, you just go up to the first division. Like, who were the, kind of some of the players that Brian brought in that were that you felt were going to make a good difference? Um, who did we bring in?
1: I think we we ended up bringing in Keegan Parker and um, Tam McManus, and that. I think we've been through quite a lot of players that season. Aye. Um, we, we kept quite a few of the boys for the, for the, for the season before as well um, but getting into that league I remember it was, that was when Hamilton were in it Dundee were in it Ross County were in it our teams that were probably spending three, four times your budget and, and we were the one might have been another part-time team in at the time but straight away you're, you're up against it because you're playing against some really good teams um, but it was a weird one because we ended up getting to the semis of one cup and the quarters of the other and then getting relegated. So I think we we probably shouldn't have got relegated looking back. I think I think we were better than Rafe Rovers at the time and, and we just kinda of fell away towards the end of the season.
0: Mm-hmm. And like how did you find the step up again? Like it was a, just it was a, did you feel it was good a natural progression just going up and up each year? I
1: certainly found going up to the first division bigger than than coming like f- to the juniors to the second division as it was I think like the full time things massive um, awesome. players are all much bigger stronger quicker uh, that was that was certainly I can I definitely felt well like you can tell the difference straight away even the, the pace of the games and stuff it was it was, it was much quicker
0: mm-hmm. one game I want to touch on the before the season started was a, a famous friendly do you remember do you know what I'm talking about. Man United the whole air, like, the whole air went to that game, and it was, it was like a carnival, wasn't it? It was crazy. Like, but who was gonna, who was in that Man United team that you thought was you thought was going to go on and be special? Um, obviously Pogba. You didn't didn't know
1: back then how Aye. good he was going to be, but um, I remember a few things he did. Was it was a. Uh, you you're just looking at him going wow um the boy that actually scored the boy norwood aye that's right aye um he's a uh, he, uh, that game i thought he was really good um but they were just so sharp like they were just so quick and sharp and it was time you think you're getting the ball and then before you know it, they're away for you um, and that, that's the one thing i remember they were they were really 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 quick and sharp running about you um but I think the big goalie, Kujak, played and the no. guy, Darren Gibson. But uh, it's, it's strange to think. I wonder if Paul Pogba remembers his,
0: his wee trip to Somerset. I know, it was crazy. But how did that come about? Do you remember how that friendly happened? I think Man United were doing,
1: like Man United, whatever they were, 23s or whatever, were doing a wee tour of Scotland, basically. I, right. I'm sure they played maybe four or five teams. Um, and then they just happened to come down and, and play us, but it was. I like you say, the interest was, was was certainly up there and was that not when uh, Calvin Ayrnacht was kicking about with the, I remember we'll when talk. they used to get the, the lassies when he taps on to deny the, right. the, 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 the strips. The, the
0: lassies had been topless with their, the strips painted on. I'm sure that was that, that kind of thing. Aye, at half time did Tino come on and the two lasses come on as well with the, the home and away top? Were they not uh, unveiling the know. home and away top or something? That was mental. Uh, it
1: was, it did you have ever a, d- I did you have any dealings
0: with him? Did you ever have any dealings with
1: him? Aye, that, that time, I'm sure I had to go over to hospitality and get a picture. So I'm standing in between these two asses <laughs> and there's some grenade taps on and it's painted on, and I'm 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 right, where do I look here? But <laughs> I don't want to get caught looking for it. I shouldn't be looking here. But uh, you could tell he was like a just total playboy kind of lifestyle. Um, I actually thought, I think I'm pals him on Facebook, so he's he's always... And holiday with all these lassies he's just it's just living the dream i think Is he never you over no i <laughs> actually remember it was uh he told me he was going to buy me a racehorse if i scored the winner against kelly did he he was going to buy me a racehorse aye so i was raging i didn't <laughs> get the chance to
0: to get a horse crazy but he's gone to the league in the, the the league it was quite it was a struggle like did, did you agree it was kind of it was a tough season that year
1: Aye, aye. Like I say, you're playing against quality teams every week. Um I'm sure we played a four five one formation and just tried to just kinda of hit teams in the break. I was playing left wing, I think with fact with Gareth Wardlaw up front, I remember the same Big Gareth. So um aye, it was it was backs to the wall, but like I say, we we just fell short. I think Queens would Queens get relegated and it was between us and Wraith and I remember we played Wraith Robles up there and we were winning two one and we lost by in the last kick of the ball. And I think after that it just went downhill. But if we'd have managed to hang on, I don't think we would have get relegated.
0: Mm-hmm. I think was it
1: was that a, it was kind of that tight amount. Aye, it
0: was a t- it was a tough season. But one positive you can take from it was the uh, the cup run, in the league cup. You beat Hearts and St. Mirren. Like how how good kind of games were they?
1: Aye, aye, they were brilliant. Um, I'm sure we beat Hearts and in Inverness at home. And St Myrna Way. Um, there used to just be something special, see, playing cup games at Somerset on a mm-hmm. Tuesday or Wednesday night. Yeah. With the floodlights and stuff. It always used to get used to get some atmosphere. Um, and I we beat three Premier League teams in a row and uh, St Myrna Way, I always remember that. We we got absolutely battered. They were they were all over us and we, we just kinda dug in and and then Christmas rolled ahead the header towards the end and I think the Air fans had felt that stand behind the net and it mm-hmm. was just pandemonium women in. It was uh it was something on. mm
0: he gone to the cup semi-final against Colmarer. Like, just talking through the kind of build up to that game and Mark said as well it was just he didn't feel as if the team done us all justice. Like, was you go along with that? Aye, aye. It was
1: the build up was was mad. It was probably the biggest between the two for I don't know if it was ever or if, if there's been a bigger game but no. semi-finals at the, the national stadium um I it was the build-up was surreal and I we, we didn't do ourselves justice because we we basically just kind of defended it didn't feel as if we had any chances to to score until they actually scored and then we had to go for it but it was too little too late but then but I think looking back maybe we, we should have set up a wee bit different and had a go. It's it's probably a, a regret that that'll be tough. No, personally, because it's not my decision. But
0: yeah,
1: um, uh, aye, that's one game. If we could go back, it would be one. I wish we could have played different. Mm-hmm.
0: And as a, like a, a, for a personal perspective as well, like you know, get out in the national stadium in a cop semi final. Like how was that the highlight of your career up until that point? Aye, aye, it was, aye, it
1: was special. <laughs> um, because 30, there was 35,000 there, you, you know, all your family and friends are there, it's, it's what you, you kind of, dream of doing once you get, like, in the professional game, it's, it's games like that, that you think, um, they're the ones you look forward to, and you're actually only one game away, if you're playing in a final, which, again, don't come
0: around much for the United. Mm-hmm. And, on the league as well, you finished ninth, but you, there was still a chance in the playoffs, you play Airdrie, did you, did, we use the favourites to get through, to to stay up, but they just we just confident getting into that final. I think we would have been the favourites, aye, because we were the team for
1: the league above, um, and I'm pretty sure the were back were part time as well back then. Um, I can't really remember much about the, the first leg. I think we might have even drew it, but we won the great. We were we were terrible in um, the second leg. I think we had a lot of players out because with the young boy Jackson Longridge playing and he gets sent off early doors. Yeah, that's right. Aye. But he was only he would only been sixteen or seventeen at the time. So I think we must have had a few players missing for it. But aye, it was a bit disappointing to obviously get relegated. It's not something you want um, to go through. But the playoffs, side we didn't we didn't did just turn, we just didn't turn up for them.
0: Mm-hmm. And wait. Also, like when you're when you're going back, you're getting back relegated again. Like, were you kind of think, were you kind of want to, were you keen to stay on, or was there offers elsewhere?
1: Um, no, to be honest, there was There was no concrete offers to go to go anywhere. Um, just the odd rumours, but nothing, nothing ever came. out. I, as as a local boy, everything was handy for me. It was on yeah. my doorstep, and at the time, obviously, I was still working, so unless it was full time it wouldn't have really been worth
0: going elsewhere part time so i was i was happy enough to, to stay definitely on to the on to the the 2012 13 season brian weed leaves like what was were you surprised when he when he left or did you see it coming
1: um I, again i'd heard i'd heard wee wee bits you know people are talking about this and that so it didn't come as a surprise i was a wee bit I'd rather he stayed and had another go at it but I don't know if it was his decision or the club's decision or maybe a bit of both he'd, he maybe thought he'd done as much as he could because it was like I said you're up one year done the next up and down so maybe it was time for for a wee bit of freshness um, nah, I was a wee bit gutted he left obviously because um, it was his decision to bring me to the club but they um, decided to move on so I was happy when when Marco got announced, anyway, was player manager. So, uh, I was we surprised. It was,
0: it was still still good, exactly. I we surprised when Mark got announced as manager. Uh
1: I uh, maybe a wee bit um, because he was still a player. Yeah. I um, uh, maybe a wee bit, but again, I don't know how much interest was in the job at the time or. Who else was in the running for it? But I uh, maybe a wee bit because I thought he probably still wanted to maybe play for another year or two. Mm-hmm. And what were the kind of hopes going into that season? Uh, I think it was to get back up, get back up, promoted. Uh, I know Queen of the South were in the league, but um,
0: nah, you're still you're still hoping to either go and win the league or, at the very worst, go up through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, who was what was the kind of difference between Mark as a player and as a manager? Um,
1: I think he found it quite hard the first wee while because obviously you need to try and kind of. He was a bit the joker and stuff in the changing room, so it's it's a big a big difference to then kind of step back and, and not be involved as much. So uh, he probably found it harder than than most people to kind of make the adjustment, but. The boys, the boys knew that you had to obviously treat him a wee bit different now that he was a manager, and the things would have to change a wee bit. So, I was—he'll um, probably tell you more than me. If
0: was he, what was he saying about it? Was he saying he found it tough? He, he said he found it tough just with the kind of budget he got. But like as well as that, like that seat, that kind of whole season, like I think he he thought like he didn't have his his own number two. then, is that right?
1: Aye, I don't know if it was part of the, the 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 job at the time where David White got the got promoted to head of youth. I think obviously yeah. there was a big thing on promoting through within at the time. Aye, so aye, maybe that was because I think he'd Andy Millen eventually come in and yeah, helped him. Andy
0: Millen come in, yeah.
1: Who was he like? Was he aye, good? Aye, so oh aye, aye, he was a great guy. Aye, he was brilliant. He would, um, he wouldn't want to get in a rank stadium, but.
0: <laughs> He was, uh, he was good. His coaching was good and stuff. And did they work well together, kind of Mark and Andy? Like were they a good kind of duo? Aye,
1: aye. I think, I think everybody loves Andy Mellon that that, mm-hmm. that knows him. Um, he's he's that uh, quietly spoken, but he's like I say, when he loses it, aye, uh, he totally loses
0: it. So aye, you don't want to be there when he does it. Mm-hmm. The thing with that season, I know which it was. You didn't really have a solid partner next year. Like Mark was obviously in and out in the team, kind of juggling duties. But who would you say was your kind of favourite strike partner? out your whole time here? At uh, oh, the full time? Nah, Well, can I? I My would whole say career career just, no. Just the kind of first the first spell. Well, I think I know who. I think I can. get an idea who the second one will be. But out the kind of first spell <laughs> before you leave. Aye, have been Marco.
1: Aye, the Ben Marco. What was he? Was his intelligence aye, just far better? Like aye, he always kind of, he always kind of knew where to be in relation to you. Kind of thing. He always, yeah. uh, he always used to tell me, to, "Can I be in a line wheel so that like he can maybe dummy it through to you and then he can of spin around. But it was always, he always picked up great positions and and he was always talking to you through the game. Yeah.
0: And giving you bits of advice where to go and what to do. So I uh, definitely Marco. Brilliant. You you have a really good season that's that season. You're scoring for fun. Like did you just feel as if you were growing into the position of being the like kind main man up front?
1: Aye, I plus I think a lot of our kind of play and tactics was set up to suit me basically back when I was at here the first time. That's when i was i was pretty quick and a lot of time it was get the ball in behind and and let me run onto it i think a lot of goals came for that so yeah uh, it was just the team seemed to be set up to to play to suit me basically as best as as best as it could and
0: uh, it worked for me that season but the results weren't really really great mm-hmm. finished seventh but you scored 21 goals like is there that feeling that you more disappointed with how the the seasons went as a team or did you just feel like hey, that's probably my best season yet personally?
1: Nah I'm probably a bit gutted to be honest about how the seasons went. I you're happy to score twenty odd goals but um it wasn't a good it wasn't a good kind of atmosphere about the place. Not with the players or the manager or that but just the way the, the crowds were and stuff it was there was a bit it was a bit toxic that season I think see because how it was going.
0: And did you so notice, did it you just, notice um, that early on like how like when the kind of relationship was changed because Mark was Mark as a player was very well thought of with, with your fans but you know, I, he said as well he says that's probably one of his biggest regrets at management kind of changed all that but did you feel the kind of atmosphere was getting different?
1: I, I remember coming back from Stringer and there was a banner up outside the stadium and stuff saying not good enough Is there? Um yeah. And I remember Albion Rovers, it, it might have been Boxing Day we get beat 2-0 and the punters were going mental, they were charging at the tunnel basically and everybody was running up it but I think it was a bit unfair to put that all down to Marco, uh, you know, uh, there's only so much he can do, there's, there's only so much he can do and I think the players have to take responsibility, I know he signed them, but the players
0: should have definitely done better for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And- Moving on to this, kind of the next season, was uh what was the kind of hopes where Rangers obviously coming into the league that year? Was a uh, where you just try to kinda of, do better than the season before and get in kind of playoff contention? Aye,
1: aye, I think obviously you know Rangers are gonna go and win the league. Um and Dunfermline been in there as well, they were full time, I think they were pretty strong, so aye. You're probably thinking there's two positions away for the playoffs straight away, so there's only two left, can I think? So I think the thing with Rangers being there is it probably gave everybody a better budget. Right. Because okay. you're gonna get you're probably gonna get two full games against them, aren't you, like, stadium wise. So it probably helped budget wise and and then you're just fighting for third or fourth place basically. So uh,
0: it was it was definitely we knew we had to improve on the, the season before. Mm-hmm. And if brings in one player this season. And, well, it brings in more than one, but one I what to just ask you about was Kevin Kyle, and I've been asked by Mark Shankland, a pal of yours, and a pal of mine, to tell us, to tell, to tell me a story about when Kevin Kyle confused you for somebody, because this is brilliant. i want to just tell <laughs> that story because it's phenomenal. This is his, this is his first day.
1: He's not met him this, so he's just walked into changing room. we are training it in the park last night, and he's. He's just walked up, just casually like, and he's like, to me, all right, how you doing? Are you the physio, mate? And <laughs> I'm like, no, no, mate, I'm not the physio. <laughs> I don't actually know if he was being serious or no, because um, he's got a big, weird sense of humor, but um, I was, he was a funny big guy with Um But I so after that, I was getting called the phys for a while, so. Drown. It's kind of stuck, actually. It's kind of stuck with <laughs> the people. The physio, we've gotten out here, Stevie. Aye, he's a Stevie Stevie Mcguire. He's still with physio, so he's, he's
0: still I still see a hand doing any of, the <laughs> of that. So it's kind of stuck. It's kind of stuck, aye. Brilliant. Just aye, that story's is uh, tremendous. Your top goal scorer at the time, he says that. Like, I've, that's what Mark said. Mark said, like, uh, by the way, he was a top goal scorer at this point. Like, what's going on? I just thought brilliant. Aye, but as I say, you were top goal scorer. You were top goal scorer like you are. You were having a better season than any Rangers player. Like, did you just feel like confidence was growing every time you were you were finding the net? Aye. I to be honest, I think this season just although it was a poor
1: season overall for the team, I think we just kinda of pretty much played the same way attacking wise and I got a lot of joy again. Um and I had a better season. I was I was it was good good personally and Team, team perspective that season we were, we were much better and, and we got our objective to
0: be honest and, and that was to get to the playoffs aye. one game that sums up that air team in my opinion was the game against John you scored a hat trick but you lose 6-3 <laughs> what was what was, that? what was happening there that was mental
1: aye that's it's probably one of it's probably the strangest game I've ever been involved in I think probably three or four of their goals you could probably put in a blippers DVD because it was a short back pass there was uh, penalties there was the goalie coming out and just taking folk out uh, it was it was weird it was a weird feeling at the end walking in with the match ball thinking i have done all right
0: and then you're both six three nuts but uh like obviously when rangers come up to the command of the league you're yeah. You've got that kind of prospect of going to Ibrox in front of 50,000. Just What was that like, considering where you'd been like a few years before that? like what's, What was that feeling like, you know, coming out to that stadium with that atmosphere?
1: Uh, it's, it's probably something you never think is going to happen um, before you actually sign for it. And then uh, you kind of have a look about and you think, hey, this, is, this is what it's all about now, playing football in stadiums like that and, and pitches like that. We, I know the, the players probably weren't as good as well, obviously because they've come up the leagues but yeah aye, it's certainly a, a kind of standard on a level you think right this is what it's all about and, and hopefully one day we can get anywhere near that aye that would be good mm-hmm.
0: who, was, who was the who were you up against that day? Or who were you up against when you were playing at Ibrox?
1: Was
0: uh, that Moshney Moshney and McCulloch just elbow and all the other day so they would Were they the tougher? Were they kind of one of the toughest duos you played against?
1: Aye, aye. McCulloch was he'd a bit of, kind of he would talk to you through the game, but you know at the same time when that boy's coming up to you, he's just gonna smash you. He, he was trying to be pally with you when you've no get the ball and when you've got it he would he would just nail you. But aye that mostly he was he was easy to wind up. You, you could see him losing the plot. Mm-hmm. Um Aye, he was he ended up fighting, didn't he? The Motherwell boys, That's so right. aye, he was, mm-hmm. aye, he was a bit of a time bomb you could see it didn't take much to get him riled up
0: but he's finished fourth I mean Mark said as well how good that season was like finishing fourth was a big accomplishment you were top goal scorer in the league like was that the best season of your career personally
1: aye aye because um, that's when you've got Rangers and Dunfermline in the league like I was saying earlier so that's the the standard of the teams are a wee bit better Um I think we actually stayed in the playoffs the full season as well. I don't think yeah, we moved to right. fourth or yeah. third. I think we were there, so it's not as if we sneaked in. We, we were there and merit, um, and we just didn't. Again, we just didn't turn up when the playoffs actually came about. But it was, I'd say, overall, it was a, a pretty decent season. Mm.
0: The game I want to touch on for that playoffs was the, the defeat against Cowdenbeath in the final. Like Mark says, how disappointing that was for him. Like, how did you feel about it? I, I
1: was. Uh, it was bitterly bit of disappointing. I remember the f- the first game. We were, I think we lost two one, but we were probably lucky to still be in the game because I think everybody thought Calvin Beath would be wouldn't be up too much. But that's when they had Greg Stewart and Kane Hemans up front. Right. They were right, right. they had a good a good force anyway. Um, but I think we lost a goal in the first twenty seconds, so it was uh, it was basically a game nearly over already. Mm-hmm. So it was I think that was the biggest disappointment. We didn't give ourselves a chance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And see if air had went up, would you have stayed? If air went up? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about what would have happened. Um the big the big kind of thing was the full time. That was the kind of
0: the big difference if air if had went full time, I probably would never have left. No. And how did that come about like with the infirm interest? How when did you first going kind to of hear they were looking at you?
1: It was just towards the end of the season. Um, Gegzi had messaged me a few times. He was at right. Don Yeah, Andy Gagan. Uh He just basically says what you do next season. Um, Don had been asking about me, so kind of I knew there was a wee bit of interest for there, but I wanted to obviously get the playoffs. I didn't want to start talking to teams when we were still in the playoffs and yeah. there was a chance we could play Don still. So, It was just kind of put to the back of my mind and I thought I'll deal with it in the summer. Mm -hmm. And were you kind of gutted to leave there? Aye, aye. I'd always said that it would need to be the right move to leave. Um, I I wouldn't just leave for the sake of going somewhere else for an extra 50 quid a week or something. I I wouldn't have left to go part-time anywhere else. No, It was always going to be a
0: full-time move. And as well as that, like, obviously, Jim Jeffries had been fairly manager at that point, was, a big, was he a big kind of reason you went there? Aye, it
1: was him and, um, to be fair, it was Neil McCann that did a lot of, a lot of the kind of work for him, I think. Um, right, okay. Jim Jeffries had fought a few times, but it was Neil McCann I had met when I was dealing, I was basically dealing with him through it all. Um, what was he doing at that point? What was... He was he was a coach with John Potter and oh, right, they, were, okay. they were basically working. Uh, they were the two coaches underneath. Right, okay. Um, so he kind of... Jim Jeffries was more a, a... He was a manager, but he kind of... He never took anything to do with training or that. He was just kind of overseeing everything, I think. The plan was always for Neil McCann and John Potter to take over. Right,
0: okay. And when, I, when as well as that, like... Going out, going full time. Like how, did you move up to
1: the and? Did you move up there? Aye, aye. Um, my missus was pregnant at the time, mm-hmm. uh, so I wasn't keen, and I wasn't keen on the travelling to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem it wasn't going to happen for a while. The move, to be honest, we had, we had spoke for a few weeks, and I said, "Look, I'm no It was an hour and a half. It was taking me to get there. It'd be the same home. I'm, like, I'm not willing to be away for that length of time." And do that much driving so they'd come back and say well what if you had a flat would that help and I said aye it, it, it would help and I spoke to the missus about it and she was she was quite keen on, on trying it I suppose so um, aye the, the flat moving up was,
0: was basically the kind of thing that signed you deal like and like how how did the kind of reaction what was the reaction with the air fans when you when they knew you were leaving for essentially the opposition like one of the big rivals I think,
1: they one not really, I wouldn't say I'd get much kind of stick for it or that, I think most of them understood that, I know it was the same league, but I always wanted to be full-time football, as soon as I get involved, where it was, if they'd I went full-time I would have stayed, um, but it was just, every year, was, everything was changing every year, see, because it's part-time, Yeah, you know, what it's like part-time teams, part-time players, they just come and go every single year, so it's basically a, a rebuilding job every every year, um, and I had the security a two year deal. I Had a flat to go and to go and stay somewhere else, and and um, like I say, full time football was uh, was a big thing. But I know the fans, I think, were pretty understanding. I think most of them seen where I was coming from, um, yeah, yeah. and they were probably a bit that I'd left. But um, no, it's, I enjoyed my time up there. It was, it was a big club,
0: mm-hmm. and you scored your debut. And go back to you going back to Somerset as well. How was it like going back to Somerset when it, as the opposition? Um, it's probably the worst I've ever played in my life
1: that first game. Was it? Uh, I just, oh, We won 1 0, but I, I couldn't even control the ball. Everything, I don't know, I think I was a bit, I think it got a bit, a bit, it got the better of me for some reason. I don't know why, um, but I, I just remember overthinking everything and. It's probably the worst I've ever played in my life, and I they probably think the fans were probably thinking we've not missed much anyway because <laughs> I was
0: terrible that night. And you start pretty well that season, you do really well, but you go you go on a week in a bad run, you go sixteen games without scoring. Like what was going on there? Because you were what um, of the air, like what, what had changed?
1: I think the whole style of play I think, had changed. Like Don it was all about building for the back and. Uh, kind of passing team they weren't really direct as in getting the ball turned and and, and behind so I I certainly I remember the confidence was probably brought bottom and as well as me no scoring I don't think the team were doing very well either so yeah. I'd kind of come in and out the team for a few weeks and then it was it was a strange season um, I kind of put my finger on one exact reason why why it went like that but it just it probably couldn't have went much worse to be honest. I think I scored six a full season and, and we finished six or seven, so it was seventh uh, it was, uh, seventh, uh, So it was uh it was probably it was
0: definitely a scene to forget. Mm-hmm. But Jim Jeffries goes and John Potter takes a step up, but how did you find him? What how did you find him moving up to management? What was he like as a as a gaffer? He's uh he's a great guy. Him and him and Neil McCann
1: are two two great guys and I think that was always a plan, I think. Um, like I was saying, Jim Jeffries was always planning to move upstairs, I think, and, and they were going to take the lead. But I think they maybe just done it a wee bit earlier than they were going to to try and get a kind of reaction. Because I think, even though we were, even Christmas time, I think we were still right. And we were only maybe three, four, five points off the top. So it's not as if we were twelve points or that behind. Um, and the the sack Jeffries a lot. I think they just done it. Earlier than they were going, to, but
0: yeah,
1: I Potsy, they they change a lot when they come in. But the boys were right behind them, and, and they were desperate to do well for them. And they just we just couldn't get going that
0: season at all. Right, but how aye. how that? How much pressure's on the team? Like the Ferlind, maybe even eight years before that, are finishing top six in the SPL, and <laughs> then they're, they're finishing seventh in the second division. Like, how? How much? How hard's that to be around that team when they're, they're playing so poor and so, the fans can't have been taking that very well.
1: Aye, again that season it was it was pretty toxic that season, um, especially probably after Christmas. The the fans were not too bad when Jeffreys was there, but when Pottsy and McCann were there, it was it wasn't a nice place. It wasn't a nice atmosphere. Um, I know the players were only they they doing it, but I it was because it was still. Pretty a big crowds were coming and, and you can hear everything. It was it was um I it was a kinda of toxic atmosphere. And that was that was another thing when I went up to sign. It's you see the size of the club, the stadium, and you get the tour of the place and that and you think, aye, this is that's a big a big kind of decision in joining as well, because you know where they were a few years ago and I think the fans probably just expected us to get them back there. And mm. we should have done a lot better because we signed we signed some good players that season but for whatever reason it just didn't
0: happen. Mm-hmm. And Paul, John Potter unfortunately does not stay on and it was a he's finished seventh, but uh, Alan Johnson comes in the season after that. Like, how excited were you to work with Alan Johnson?
1: I I knew he'd done well with with Queen of the South. Um he'd, he'd got them promoted often. and he, he was a kind of attacking player as a winger as well, so I knew that It'd be good to work under him, and, and that's probably one of the first things he, he changed when he came in. It was, it was getting a bit more direct and getting the ball up up the pitch
0: quicker than than we'd done the previous season. Mm-hmm. And he brings in some good players. Like who to you stood out like, for the the players he brought in? Uh, that season, Michael Payton was was
1: brilliant. Joe Cardo was was good. Uh, obviously. Face sell back to He was already there, but he had a wonder season. Um, again, I think we were strong all, all through the all through the the team for the goalkeeper all the way, um, and eventually we, we ran away with. But we scored a lot of goals that season, and we I remember giving a few Premiership teams a good game as well in
0: the cup. So mm-hmm. it was an exciting attacking team to be to be involved with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what did they change? Look, like, where did they change training wise? Like, was it just better?
1: I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say the training and all that was, um, I wouldn't say it was much different with the training, to be fair, I think Potsy and, and uh, Neil's training was always class as well, I think, the, the big thing was just getting the ball forward to the, the front players quicker, it wasn't so much about bolting out for the back as, as it had been previous, it was it was getting the ball quick quickly up front and then do the damage up there, because in that league the teams are happy when you're playing in front of them, uh, passing about the back and not hurting them, so it was always it was always keen for us to to, to get teams turned and and get in behind them.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, just before like we go into the whole of that season, like John Paul and Neil McCann, like how do you feel they didn't get enough time or you think they would have turned it I the but they
1: probably only got for January to the end of the season. Um, I think they would have brought in their own players and stuff, so I I don't know what would have happened. Um, Neil McCann's had a few jobs since, and, and John Potter's in at Hibs now, so yeah. it's certainly not really affected how they're thought of or, or now, because they're, they're
0: both doing good. Mm-hmm. And You touched on uh, Faisal Elbert too, how good a player was he to play alongside, and did you, look, the season before, did you see him having the season he had?
1: No, definitely not. He was he was a great player in training and stuff. He he was always one for he'd just doing an overhead kick in the top corner without training out of nowhere. Um he always had that in his locker, but he probably didn't play a lot the season before. Um but I, I think he'd only played professional football for three or four years. He was he was foot he played, so he was still probably getting his bearings with it all. Um and then Alan Johnson put him in and, and have a look back. He just he in that season, and I think he scored thirty goals, and yeah, crazy, probably crazy season. he could have probably had a goal of the season. Oh, he could have had a
0: goal of the season. Hang his still probably scored four or five absolute worldies. And does that make you a better player like playing alongside somebody who's in who's in form like that? Like, was he were you complementing each other quite well?
1: I aye, aye. I think my role kind of changed at Dunfermline rather than being a striker who ran in behind. I was more turned into number ten, I think, as I got a wee bit older and um probably became a better football player for it, but but just kind of my role changed. I wasn't there, kind of an out and out attacker like I was at air scoring all day goals. I think I think I definitely became a better football player because going to film, and that's that's one thing I would take away if we, if we going there. Um my my position's probably changed a bit, but I definitely think that with the full time training and um the way we played I, I definitely became a
0: better player for it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. You have won the league comfortably. Like, how did you enjoy the season, just getting up to the championship? Where the filming probably should be, but how good a season was it to get them back up there?
1: Aye, it was, it was brilliant. I think we were heavy favourites to go into it, but I think we were favourites the season before as well, so we knew that you still have to go and do the business. Um, and were, we were neck and neck, we were united for a while, I think, yeah. until after Christmas. They kind of fell away, but that's probably the the full-time kind of effect, kicking in and I'm sure Alan Johnson went and got two or three more in at, at Christmas time to, to kind of bolster the squad, so we eventually ran away with it and it was, it was a great feeling just to go and... That, that was one of the other reasons for leaving, because eh, I thought I'd be a better chance to go and win the league with them Um eh, and ultimately it happened. and my first league winner's
0: medal, so it was, it was a great feeling. Brilliant. You has got up to the championship the season after, but uh, Faisal gets a big move. Did you feel that? Did you feel he deserved that? And like how big a blow was that to the team?
1: I, I certainly knew he'd, he'd had plenty of offers um, because of the season he had. Um, but I, it was, it's a blow when you lose your, kind of, your main man for the season, but I think we signed pretty well and, and replaced him with... With some with some other great players, so I think that kind of softened the blow a wee bit. We ended up signing Nicky Clark and Callum Higginbotham. Boys that have been about Premier League, so i uh, you he
0: probably lost one, but but gained another couple. And who were the kind of characters in that dressing room? Like who was who was good to be alongside, and what was the kind of stories for them?
1: Uh, Higgy, uh, Higgy, and Nicky were were pretty big characters when they'd come in. Nicky's dad was obviously done firmly at the time oh, as yeah, a coach. Right. So I, yeah. and uh, Pottsy
0: was
1: Pottsy was actually still there as a kinda, a coach. He he just kind of moved down into the what oh, kind of reserve? Aye, so that was his kind job before. So he was still there. He was he's a great guy to help about the changing room and he was always up for a laugh for the boys. But um, aye, it was a good changing room
0: um, and I think we did a pretty decent season. We just kind of fell a bit towards the end it. Mm-hmm. And you finished fast, Like, who is the kind of good players you come up against in that league? Um, I, I'm sure
1: we, that's when Hibs were in the league that season. So, yeah. uh, Darren McGregor and guys like that, they were pretty tough opponents. They were they were a strong team, um, but we actually did quite well against them. But I think over a season, they're always going to be be stronger than than a lot of the other teams. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, did you enjoy, like, obviously, like, you you went back here at the end of that season, but did, did you really enjoy your time at the Inferno?
1: Aye, aye. I, I, um, the third season was probably, I didn't enjoy it as much because we had ended up moving back down home. So, right. it was, we were travelling, I was travelling up every day. It was a, a terrible it's a, it's a long, long journey to be fair you yeah. know. it's an hour and a half in the morning, same again at, at, uh, after training and I wasn't playing. I went through a spell maybe, I don't know, maybe 10 weeks or something. I, I didn't even get on the pitch, I don't think. So I was actually trying to get away. I was trying to get get a loan move um, d- down closer at home. So until I, g- I get back in the team towards the end of the season, but there was a spell where I just wanted to leave because I wasn't... I wasn't enjoying the travelling
0: or I wasn't getting a game. And was there other offers? Like, did you, or was it always just coming back there? Well,
1: Brian Reid was at Sonar at the time. And he he was was trying to get me on loan. uh, But Alan Johnson wasn't letting me leave for some reason. So, um, but in the summer, uh, I was uh, pretty much A United was
0: was the offer I had. Aye. Um, were they? They went full time. That was that, that season. They went full time. Um, I think. Aye, I think it was aye. and was that
1: aye, a big, I think that a big it, reason you went there. To be honest, when I left the first time. I, I always had it in my mind that there would be a chance I could go back and sign again. Um, because it is again. It's it's local and it's handy and it's it's just familiar. It's, somebody you know and and people you know so there was always a a chance in my head I thought we'd go back. Um, The full time certainly did help aye. Mm -hmm.
0: And how excited were you just to get get back and work with Ian McCall? Ian McCall obviously took over for Marco but how were you kind excited to work with him?
1: Aye, I I didn't really know too much about him to be honest just apart from the phone calls and, and the just talk to other people, but he was—he uh, was very keen for me to sign. Um, and I he got the best out of out all the boys. And he's a kind of manager that he only signs certain types of boys. So it's like you always know you've got a, a kind of good bunch, of a good group there, because he'll not sign maybe people that maybe kind of bigger, big, big time kind of boys or boys that are on the right kind of type. He, he
0: gets—he gets good boys in his teams. Mm-hmm. And you, was the hopes to was the hopes obviously to win
1: the league? Aye, I think um we knew we knew it would it not be easy and Wraith were in there as well. Um but we signed a lot of good players in the summer. He signed me, Andy and He signed Chris Higgins. So he signed a good bit of experience. Um boys that had played the, the league above and stuff and he had a good a good uh, a good bunch of younger boys there as well, boys that came through the academy, but boys that had probably played a couple hundred games by now, so they weren't the younger boys anymore that have been about, so it was a good kind of mixture.
0: Mm-hmm. One player that was there who was remarkable for them was Lauren Shankland. Like, did you realise then just how good a, a finisher
1: he was? Aye, to be fair, when he came in, he, um, he, he obviously had missed a lot. Of, I don't think he'd done a pre-season or... Played any games or that because he was just kind of going about teams trying to get in, yeah. get, get a move sorted. So it probably took him a, a few weeks to get to get up to speed. But even before that, he, he scored in his first game, um, and then he pretty much scored every every other week. So I uh, was, it was um, again, it was similar to the season face. had everything he did just come off from. But he's he's obviously done it over a longer period,
0: a longer period of time there. Mm-hmm. And like the lights are I was speaking to Nicky. Nicky Devlin's on the sh- has been on the show as well. He said, like the likes are Alan Forrest, Robbie Crawford. They were all kind of good boys as well. Look, like, what were they like?
1: Aye, that's boys that were there when I was there the first time. They were Aye, okay. 16, 17, Even back then, they were. They were. They had made their debuts and stuff. So I had been away for three years, and they had been there for three years. So that's probably a hundred odd games they played. And um." You can certainly tell the difference for for the first time being there, to coming back, that how much they'd improved, and that's just by playing games and and getting confidence and getting bigger and stronger, and and you can see how well they have done, and they've both moved on to Premier League now. So, ah, it
0: was um certainly got a good set-up coming up for the for the academy. Yeah, he's won the league pretty well, and what was the kind of highlights for that season? I just remember it been been up and down. Um, I
1: think we were seven points ahead, and then we were seven points behind, so you're thinking you're, you're going to win it, and then you're thinking you're going to lose it, and then the feeling of winning the last day will never be beaten, because we thought we'd lost it, we'd, we thought we'd messed it up the, the week before, That's right, um, yeah. losing, losing the Alois, so you're going into the last game thinking there's no way Rafe only going to win, so you're a bit down, but the feeling at the end of the game will never be beaten, because just the emotion, just, just the, the winning it on the very last kick of the ball basically because Rafe Rovers hit the post um, in that last game and if that goes in, you're not winning the league. So it was, it was that kind of smaller margin, but it was just a relief at the end uh, when the whistle went and we knew we'd won it.
0: Brilliant. I remember it was a very, very good day. Like the season after, like when you move up to the championship, like what was it? What was the hopes just to
1: stay up? Was that the Was that the target? Um, I think probably, probably deep down, I think as a club because every time they had went up, they had came back down. Yeah. I know this time we were full time, but I think I think I I think you just need to go in there and, and not get relegated. Maybe kind of mid table, just establish yourself for a year or two, and then kind of build up, but we just hit the ground running and then we were we were on we were form and we weren't really far away if actually if we're going all the way again it was mm-hmm. it was a great season we had
0: mm-hmm. the highlight of that game I'm sure the highlight of that season I'm sure like agree was the game at Tanadice like to go there and win 5-0 like that must be that must have been one of the best games you've played in
1: aye aye and to be honest it could, probably could have been 6 or 7 oh, easy, it's aye. not as if it was a it was just, it's probably the best all round performance I've been part of. Um, the football we played, the goals we scored against a top, top team. So uh, it was, and that's when we were flying, we were, we were going really well there. And
0: we just, I just don't, don't think we had the squad depth to, no. to live with Ross County in the end up. Mm-hmm. And with the likes of that, like that, that whole game, like I remember just you and Shanklin just ran the show, like it was. A great performance. I remember, it was an album with The commentator just trying to say your name was quite funny. That was funny. I remember that. that was it? Aye, it was like Mofa. It was like very funny. But, uh, did you did did you have the did you have the thinking that you could win the league for that game? Like, were you were you confident? Well, obviously, like to come through the first about like setting the division up to the championship. Like, it was obviously tough, but. Were you confident that you could do really well that season or did you worry that it might just, as you say, the squad depth might just kind of cause it to go wrong at the end?
1: I think that was only, the only thing was the squad depth, but as players, I think everybody was expecting us to fall away, but like everybody outside the club was expecting us to, oh, they'll they'll mess up this week, this week, this week, but we just kept going and going and going. and The players just kept growing in confidence and belief and, I wouldn't say we were expecting to go and win the league, but we, we, we fancied ourselves to go as, as far as we could, I and mm-hmm. I think just towards the end, I we, we ran out a bit of steam, but um, I think if we had two or three bigger squad with two or three or we got a wee bit more lucky with injuries, and who knows what would
0: have happened. Yeah, he's finished fourth. It was an unbelievable season, but uh, he's getting to the playoff against Inverness. Like, were they just a better team, do you think?
1: aye. aye. Inverness were a bogey team for us we, we just we, we were one of the teams we couldn't beat that season um, they were a big strong physical team um, that, that's the one thing I remember about them they had big four giants at the back and then they had the big tall striker Jordan White and yeah, they basically nice. caused us problems um, I think they beat us 3-1 at ours and then to be fair we, we, went, up, we went up 1-0 we had a right good goal because we only needed one more to to level the tie, and then we, we lost the goal in the, the break, and that was about. of got all the way it finished. Mm-hmm.
0: But obviously, like that, when you when you gonna lose that def- that playoff, like the season after the the season, the la- last season there, like, did you feel that the kind of squad would be split up just because of how well you'd done?
1: I I I think you're always expecting some of your players to move on because I, I think. Even the season before, I think a few of them were linked be going away, and they thought, "No, we'll, we'll stay and give it another year because the club has been good for them, and and they've been good for the club as such." So I think a lot of boys thought we'll give it one more year and see what we could happen. And um, so uh, I was, we kind of knew that two or three of the bigger ones would be would be moving on to better, better and bigger things. Mm.
0: We well, delighted for them. The likes of like, Lawrence went to the DNA and ate it, and when Mikey Rose did. He go, was it Coventry he went to? Is that right? Aye.
1: Aye, aye, yeah. You you want you want your teammates to do well, you don't want to be you don't want to be selfish and say, "Oh, stay with us." You, you want them to go and do as good as they can for themselves. And aye, you're you're delighted that you can go and get a big move. And Shankers is in the Scotland team now, and, yeah. and Michael Rose is, is linked to it as well. And he's in the English Championship, so you, you can see how well they've kicked on. And yeah, and you're delighted for them. I still stay in touch with the boys, and you Ah yeah, you're happy for for how they're getting on,
0: mm-hmm. brilliant. Like, were you confident going into that season that you would kind of be there there thereabouts again? Like, but how big an impact was Ian was Ian McCall having at the start of the season? Like, just as a manager, just what was it like more than more than anything?
1: He's pretty he's pretty old school when it comes to when it comes to being a manager. Um, as in like training and stuff, it it lets his coaches go on with it. um He'll come in and he will chuck a few cones out and tell you to run to it. Basically, that was his kind of input in the training, yeah. just getting you getting a wee bit of fitness. Uh, he was, he was good. He was, he was old school, but he was, it was hard. But he was fair on the boys, and he, he definitely got the best at, at the boys. And he, his team talks and stuff
0: were were pretty good. He'd, he'd get you up for a game. That that was for sure. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like when he's when you're hearing kind of rumours that he was likely going to that Thistle, were you did you think he would? He was gonna go or were you were you confident he was gonna stay? I think I was I was more
1: I think the party job came up before then and I thought he'd maybe left and then I think there was another two or three jobs he'd been linked with, and I thought he might go the time this party one came round I thought he wouldn't go because I'm sure we were flying and they were they were having a, a they were, terrible time. Uh, but they were bottom
0: of
1: the league, aye. I I suppose if if he was ever going to leave, it probably would have been part of it because yeah. that's where he's from and he's got a big connection there. So, you can, can I see, and he might have thought he's, he's done as much as he can with it because unless he got us to the Premier League, uh, I don't know what else he could have done the playoffs yeah. probably as good as he thought he could
0: do. Mm-hmm. And like who did you, when, when he left, obviously, that it was, it was gotten, but how much do you kind of owe him for bringing you back to air and getting you, giving you that kind of new lease of life as a...
1: As a player, I I'll to him because um, you know like Brian Mead did before he, he gave me the chance to come back and play. So I'll always be be thankful for that. Um, and it, it, it did. He, he signed a lot of good boys, and again winning a league, it's, it's a feeling that you'll never you'll never beat in the football part. So he's a massive part of that, as, as much as a player. So it's it's something I'll always re- remember mm-hmm. and, and be thankful for. Yeah.
0: Great. And when Mark Kerr gets a job, were you surprised that it was Mark that got the manager's job, or was there any other names linked?
1: I I think I was a wee bit surprised because again as a player you think he's maybe just what to concentrate on the playing side here. Um but I'd heard some, some some big names linked by the job to be fair. There was a lot of guys that of jobs. I think uh, Jim McIntyre was heavily linked. Um there was a few others that were like big managers that had been about. Um well, and I heard, I
0: heard that I, uh, I heard, John Hughes was very was was linked with it. I don't know if I'm right, but I heard John Hughes was the name I was I was hearing was linked with it.
1: Aye, aye, Hughes, McIntyre. I think Presley might even have been in there. Right. Um, so aye, there was there was a few there was a few um, a few who the jobs who probably would have fancied it, but I think. Um, I think it was a good decision to do because
0: yeah.
1: if somebody new comes in, then you, you know they're going to bring in their own players, their own staff. It's a lot of upheaval. for. It's maybe different in the summer when you've got time to work on it, but maybe during the season is not the time to be, be changing too much. And I think that's probably why they went down the route of somebody who knew everybody and, and, and knew how it worked. Mm-hmm.
0: And what's Mark like? Is he a good guy?
1: Oh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Um, even as I played, he was the same. As a manager, he's he's just so en- enthusiastic about about football. Um, it just everything's everything's done for a reason at the club now. It's it's a lot, probably more professional than it's ever been. I think with the analysis and stuff like that, the, the detail they go into in every match, it's it's just night and day to, to what it's ever been. And him and the assistant mix a massive part in doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: And like obviously before the season get get grinded to a halt, you were you were sitting fourth. Like how, how well did you think you were doing until the, the season was abandoned?
1: I think we were are we doing all right because we were fourth, but it was a bit kinda of, win a game, lose a game, win a game. We couldn't really get into a, a routine or a rhythm, but um we were still up in the playoffs so we were where we should have been. Um and I think we would have we would have made it had the season kept going and Again, it'd have been it been a great season to to
0: finish fourth, and I, I think over the the two years, I don't think we were we were ever out of their positions again. I think we've been there the full time. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you hear when did you kind of hear that this kind of season was getting suspended?
1: To be honest, not until it actually happened. I think we were meant to be playing on the Friday night. Yeah, that's right. That's we were right. meant to be down at Queen's City. So. I think until the Friday it was on. It wasn't. It wasn't a case of we knew any different. We were preparing for the match, and then all of a sudden it got cancelled. But even then, you're just thinking it's going to be a, a match or two matches. You're not going to think. You're not thinking it's going to be the season done. Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, like during that whole lockdown thing, how did you? How did you find it to kind of? How did you? How hard did you find it to kind of keep fat and kind of get just? Because it must have been difficult, just obviously nobody able to leave the house, like to get the like, kind of match fitness still there. Like, although you might have been called at any Aye. time, but how hard was it?
1: To be fair, I think I'm I'm pretty lucky because I I did my my personal training course um, okay. a year or two ago, and I've got my I've got my own unit, I've got my own gym, so yeah, I was able to come down here once or twice a day. So I was lucky in that sense that. More for getting out and keeping fit, but just a bit of, for your sanity as well. Just to so yeah. you're not stuck in the house twenty four hours a day. So I would I would come here once or twice a day, every day. Just just keeping ticking over. So I was lucky in that sense, but I it was tough because you never knew how long it was going to go. And you can train yourself as much as you like, but you can't you can't prepare for for football fitness
0: no. unless you're training and playing matches.
1: Mm-hmm. Is this the first you've you've ever felt like? Because obviously, but I read an article when you said this, this aye, was I the, that's that's the best I you've see. felt. Aye? aye, aye, probably again because I've got my own gym. Um, I did the PT course, so I think I've learned a lot more about the nutrition side and looking after yourself. I, I think that comes naturally, when you get a wee bit older anyway. Um, you do things a wee bit different. So I I think we get our, our data through for the games and for training and my results are as as good as everybody else's, if not better. And I feel as good as I've ever felt.
0: Brilliant. And how glad are you just to be be playing again and what's the kind of hopes for this season?
1: I think um well firstly I everybody's buzzing to be back now that the football season's actually started again. Um it, it was a long time away. So we're well, just thankful that we've we've got the opportunity to, to be playing again and I think we've got to be looking at the, the playoffs again. I know Hearts will be the team to beat um they were looking strong the other night against Dundee, so yeah. I think they'll take a bit of stopping but there's certainly another three three spaces up, up there for grabs and it's a shorter season, it's it's only twenty seven games so it's just a case of getting as many points as you can and we started last week with a win so Aye, it's it's going to be
0: the top four again. We go for brilliant. Just a a, a last wee hang. Like do, obviously, like when as as the plan. Obviously, when you kind of finish up with football to to do personal training full time, you thought about kind of coaching and things like that. Um, the, the first time I
1: was the, my first spell out of here, I did I did a few coaching badges, and I thought I thought it was a kind of route I wanted to go down. But then I did the personal training, so I kind of do that in the side of now round about my football, so it's it's something I'm I'm right into and I've got my own place. So I think I looking forward, it's it's certainly something that I'll do after football. But as you get that wee bit older and you, you probably realise you've not got as long left now as as you think that's probably gonna. I maybe think I would like another week crack at the coaching just to stay involved in some sort of some
0: sort of way after the, the football's finished. Brilliant. Are you alright closing with some fire questions? Aye, no worries. Brilliant. Out of your whole career, who would you say was the best player you ever played with? Shankles. With it. Lawrence well, Shankland, yeah. Probably was good about him, just his finishing.
1: Aye, aye. Definitely, aye. His finishing was brilliant, aye, but he's his all round game was as well. Um some of the goals he scored were right foot, left foot header. So uh he's he's the perfect
0: striker and the, the perfect strike partner. Brilliant. The best player you ever played against. Um it's got to be Pogba, he's done all right for himself. He's done no bad aye. Like my he must, he must have been out <laughs> in that air game and Hank that was that was the time that made me. He must.
1: Aye. aye, He's probably realised he's had to get his knuckle down for them because he could end up playing my team like Harry's thought.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Favorite yeah. away ground? You played that? Um,
1: probably, probably breaking just for that moment, that game, that, that goal. That's aye. It's, I always had a good record up there, is it? Anyway, but I think uh, just a special moment that I'll, I'll always uh, always look back on with good great delight for that um, that moment
0: that that goal. Brilliant. Interesting fact about yourself that not not many people will know. Uh,
1: I used to be a chef. I used to be a painter and decorator before I get back into football. Did you?
0: Aye, I didn't even know that.
1: This was a. Uh, well, aye, um, another one is, I turned up to watch the United playoff final against Tranmere. Right, aye,
0: aye, okay.
1: I was seeing uh, they get promoted. The winning penalties. Aye. So I was at Dunfermline. so ended up in the hospital. Ended up in the hospitality box, having a few beers, and ended up part of the promotion party. <laughs> Did you? Like,
0: Brilliant. Uh, favourite film or TV aye, show? Well, aye, Went well, for a night out with him. Brilliant, that's great. Favourite film or favourite TV film show? film or TV show? <laughs> um,
1: Entourage, you ever watched Entourage? Aye,
0: I have, aye, it's good, isn't it? A lot of folks say aye, that. Is that's just one of that? my favourites. Aye, a lot of folks say that, I think it's good, I think it's good as well. Uh, best friend in football? Aye,
1: aye. Best friend? Ooh. Probably Andy Gagan because I think apart for two years, my full career I've, he's been in my team. No. Apart for two years, I think he's he's always been in my team. So uh, I'll go with Gegsey. Good player. Aye, definitely aye. Good player. Play a few different positions. Loves a loves to get stuck in and he's he's a He's a great guy about the changing room. He's he's mental
0: and always up for a good laugh. Brilliant. Final question. Best manager you played under throughout your whole career. Uh, that's a tough one.
1: I'm gonna I'm going the current manager, Kerzo. Are you? James get good potential I, as a manager. Just uh, aye, I think he just everything's it's just football, 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 everything he's his life's all about football you know, and him and Mick are, they just put so much effort and uh, and you can tell how much it means to them, everything. Um I think I I think he'll go in and he'll he'll do really well. I think he'll have a good time here and then who knows where he'll go for there, but aye, he'll go with with
0: Hopefully he watches it and Keeps playing, mate. Here's hope. Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show, mate. I can't thank you enough for coming on. It's been great to talk to you. And best of luck for the new season. No worries. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.